Shalom to all. Today's office is Sokadav Gimel, and we are starting 11 lines from the top, the third to last word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Le'ili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarabas, Rabbi Yaakov, Moshe, her Neshama should have an Aliyah. Now, yesterday we learned about the minimum shear that a sukkah can be. It must be Machsik, Roshe, Virubai, Vishalchanai, has to be large enough to contain a person's head, the majority of their body, and table. But now we're going to see if that's actually true. Is that really the halacha? Amar Shul Bar Yitzchak, he tells us, Halacha, Tzrichishtay Machsik is Roshe, Virubai, Vishalchanai, it has to have Roshe, Virubai, Vishalchanai. That has to be the size. Amar Rabbi Abba, he asked him, come on, who's that like? Kibeshamai? Like Beishamai? There's machlekes between Beisham and Beishel, whether or not it has to be large enough to have the table, and that's Beishamai's opinion that it has to be large enough to have the table. Amalei, he responded, Elokaman, who else do you want it to be like? That's halacha, and over here we pass him like Beishamai. Igadamri, some say this is what the conversation was. Amr Rabbi Abba, he asked him, who told you this? Amalei, he told him, Beishamai, it's Beishamai, the light tosses me no, and do not move from that. So we actually would pass him like Beishamai in this case. It has to have Rosh Rubai, Vishal Chanai, and not just Rosh Rubai. Now the Gemara asks, Maskeflar of Nachmar Yitzchak, Mimadabe Shamim Beishel Basuka Katana Pligi, who says Beisham Beishel are even arguing about the minimum share of a sukkah? Does it have to be big enough to hold the table? Perhaps they're arguing about a large sukkah, meaning they're arguing about a sukkah which is larger than the minimum share and actually could hold a person's table. Okay, going to Yosva Pum Talalta, we're talking about a scenario where he's sitting at the edge of the shade, meaning he's at the edge of his sukkah, and he just happens to have his table inside his house. His table could be in his sukkah, he decided to leave it in his house. They hold Gazrin and Shemayim The Gzeira is that he's not Yote by sitting in a sukkah like that because we're afraid he's going to get drawn after his table. If he's sitting at the edge of his sukkah and he's eating, he might just be pulled into his house and he's going to end up eating in his house. That's why he's not allowed to have his table outside of his sukkah. Ubeis Hol Savri and they hold like Gazrinan that there's no Gzeira as such, but they're not arguing about the minimum shear of a sukkah. And Videkanami, we can actually be medayik like this in the Mishnah. Diktani it says, Misha Hayu Roshiv Ruba Besukkah, someone whose Roshiv Ruba is in his sukkah, Vishal Chanu Besay Chabayas and his tables in his house. And if you're going to tell me they're arguing about the minimum share of a sukkah, does it have to be large enough to be able to hold his table? Then instead of saying Misha Haya Resh it should just say Misha Haya or his table, not whether or not his table's in his house, but is it large enough for his table to be in his sukkah? So it must be that they're not arguing about a minimum share of a sukkah, they're just arguing about a technical situation that his table happens to be inside his house. But now the Gemara reverses it. They're not arguing about a sukkah katano, the minimum share of a sukkah, meaning they're not arguing about whether or not your sukkah has to be large enough to hold a table. But Tanya, we have a brysa. If it holds rosh rube vishulchanai, it's kosher. Rebbe Aimer, he says, It has to be four by four amas. But Tanya, we have another brysa that says, Rebbe Aimer, any sukkah which is not four by four amas is possible. They say, even though it can only hold rosh rube, it's still kosher. And if Ilu Shulchani Lekatani, this second brisa did not say anything about his table. Kashinadati, these brisas are sites for each other. They contradict each other. The first brisa said it has to be able to have his table. The second brisa says it doesn't have to be able to have his table. El Lav Shmamina, must be we learn from here, Habe Shami, Habe that the first brisa that says it has to be able to have his table, the Tanakama, the Chacham of that brisa, that's Beishamai. And the second brisa is Beishil. So we see that they do argue about whether or not it has to be large enough to be able to have your table. And Aram Mazutra, he tells us, Masnisa Nami Deka, that mission that we had quoted before. That's also medoyik like that. Megatani from the fact that the Mishnah says Beishamai Paislinu Beishel Machshirin. Beishamai says it's possible. Beishel says that it's kosher. The Im Isa. If you're going to tell me that they're just arguing about a technical issue, it happens to be that his table is outside his sukkah. Beishamai Amrim Loyat. So Beishel Amrim Yatzami Bayalei. The Mishnah should have said that Beishamai says you're not Yotzei and Beishel says you are Yotzei. Why is the argument between Beisham and Beishel whether or not the sukkah is kosher? According to what we're saying right now, of course the sukkah is kosher. It's just a technical issue. It happens to be that your table's outside the house. From the fact that it says possible or kosher, it means that they're actually arguing about the. Minimum
minimum shear of a sukkah, and they're not arguing about whether or not your table is allowed to be outside the sukkah. Now we just have to answer the original way we explained that Mishnah. The Elikasha Mishahaya. We had originally said that from the fact that the Mishnah had said Mishahaya Rosh Rubai Besukasa Vishulchana Besai Chabayas, and that had taught us that they're actually arguing about this technical situation where it happens to be that his table's inside his house, and they're not arguing about the minimum shear of a sukkah. So how do we explain that way of looking at the Mishnah? The Gemara answers Laelamatarti Pligi. They're actually arguing about both Pligi Besukaktana Upligi Besukaktana. They're arguing about the minimum shear of a sukkah, and they're also arguing about this technical situation with the large sukkah. And we're missing a little bit, and this is really what should be taught. A person who has rosh ruba in his sukkah and his tables inside his house. You're not yotze. You are yotze. And over here, the machlekes says whether or not we're geyser, are we afraid you're going to end up getting drawn after a table? However, if your sukkah is so small, it only holds rosh ruba and it doesn't even hold so we see they argue about both of these situations and not just one. Now we had mentioned Rabbi Shita that the minimum shear of a sukkah is four amas by four amas. And now who taught the following brisa? A house which is not four amas by four amas. It's potter from having a mezuzah put on it. It's not considered a house. And from a fence being put on the roof, we know there's a mitzvah that said if a person has a house, he must put a fence on the roof to prevent people from falling off. This house does not need to have a fence put on the roof. It does not become tummy with nagaim. We know that a house could get saras and it would become tummy. It might need to be knocked down. This mini house does not become tummy with nagaim with saras. And also doesn't have this Allah applied to it. We know that if a person has a house in a walled city that's a bias, and he sells it, he has 12 months to redeem it, meaning he's allowed to repurchase it from the one that bought it from him. However, after 12 months, if he didn't redeem it, if he didn't rebuy it back, so then it is nechlat, it is an irreversible sale. This mini house is not part of that halacha. And a person is not going to come back for more because of this. Now, before battle, an announcement was made that if anyone built a house and didn't live in it, they should go back home. This is not considered a house that a person would be able to leave the battle because of. Vein ma'arvin by a person's not allowed to make an Erev with this house. Vein mishtafin by a person's not allowed to do shitufim uvais. Vein manichin by a Erev, a person's not allowed to put an Erev in the house. Now this is important, so let's focus on this. Generally speaking, the houses of yore were set up like this. A few houses opened into a chatzar, a courtyard. A few chatzeras opened into a mavoi, an alley of sorts. And the mavoi opened into the main street. Now the Chacham were masakin that all residents of one chatzar need to join in an Erev, called Erev chatzeras, in order for it to be permissible to carry. Now this is accomplished by every resident placing some bread in a basket and the basket being placed in one of the houses. This symbolizes that they all live in this one house and that really, the entire chatzar is just one bigger shasayachid. And the same applies for all chatzeris that open into the mavoi. The same must be done. Here it's called shitufim mevais, or just simply shita for short. All the chatzeris place their erev in one chatzar, effectively joining them all together, and this mini house is not considered a house that needs to be part of the erev or shitaf. And by that same token, let's say no one wants to put the erev bread basket in their house, the erev is not allowed to be placed in this mini house because it's not considered a house. And Gibbalamadbe is on the top, the brass continues. We're not allowed to make it as an Ebor in between two cities. Now we know that Tchum Shabbos limits a person to walk more than 2,000 Amas outside the city. However, if there's a house within a certain distance from the city, the border of the city protrudes, hence the word Ebor, like a pregnant woman, and the 2,000 Amas is measured from there. This actually enables two distant cities to be connected like one. So we are not allowed to use this mini house for that purpose. And brothers or partners cannot force each other to split this mini house. So now that we have this Brisa, Lema Rebbe, he lets his Brisa like Rebbe, Vlai Rabbanon, it's not like the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon say a sukkah is allowed to be less than 4 by 4 so perhaps, according to the Rabbanon, these many houses would have all these halachas applicable to them. The Gemara says, no, I feel tame Rabbanon. We can even say this Brisa is like the Rabbanon. Ad kan lekam Rabbanon hasam. The Rabbanon don't say over there, by sukkah, el in sukkah, we're only talking about a sukkah, the dearest arai, he, a sukkah is a temporary dwelling, so therefore 
that's allowed to be less than four by four. Avalagami bayus did diras kevahu when we're dealing with a house, and that's a permanent dwelling. Afilu rabbanan maidu even the chamim agree the yis bay dalad amas dalad amas diary bayinchi. If it has four by four amas, someone's going to live in that, so then it's considered a house. Vi'iloi loy diary bayinchi. If it's not four by four, people aren't going to live in it, so it's not considered a house. And now we analyze everything we just learned in this brayso. Amar mar we had said pater menam zozo menam mikomein metam menigayim vein nechad bater chayim of ein chesen alav merach hamelchama. All these different things do not apply to this mini house, which is less than four by four. My time, why is that? The bias ksevuhu because it says the word bias by all these. When the pasuk mentions all these different halachas, it uses the word house, and we just said a house has to be at least four by four. It's not allowed to be less than that. And we had said ve'ein ma'arvin by ve'ein mishtatvin by ve'ein manichin by erev. We're not allowed to use it as part of the erev. We're not allowed to use it as part of the shitov. And also, we are not allowed to put an erev into it. My time, why not? Because it's not fit for living in. And we know that, for example, the erev, since it's being considered as the house that everyone's living in, so you can't put the Erev into this house, and it's not part of the Erev either because it's not considered a house. It's not considered like something that people live in. But now we analyze this. Erev chatzeres imanichem We're not allowed to put the Erev into it. Avol shituf manichem but we are allowed to put the shitufe muvais into it. Now my time, why is that? It's not any worse than a chatzer, which is part of the mavoi. Dinan, we have a Mishnah. Erev chatzeres b'chatzer. The Erev chatzeres is placed in the chatzer, and shitufe mavoi b'mavoi. The shituf is placed inside the mavoi. And v'havinam, but we asked on that Mishnah. Erev chatzeres b'chatzer. The Erev is actually placed in the chatzer. But tonight we have Mishnah. Some of the places the Eruv inside a base shower, which is a gatehouse, it's like that little house that the guard lives in. Achsadra and Pesas are both the same thing. They're basically porches. Achsadra is actually a portico. So the Achsadra is a porch that runs along the entire lower level of the house. And the Repesas is a porch that runs across the entire upper level of the house. The people that live on the upper level, that upper level is actually divided into numerous apartments. They go up onto this Merpeset and then from there they go into their houses. So if a person puts their air of in any of these places, any Erev, it's not a valid Erev. That's because this is not a normal place for people to live. And as we said, the Erev has to be placed inside a house. And Hadarsham, someone that lives in one of these places, any Eiser, he doesn't answer everyone. We know that every single person that lives in the Chatzar, they have to join in the Erev. And if even one person doesn't join in the Erev, so the entire Erev is not valid. If someone lives in the base Shire, someone lives in the gatehouse, and they don't join in the Erev, he doesn't answer the entire Chatzar. That's because it's not considered a normal dwelling place that has to be part of the Erev. So we see from here that the Erev is not allowed to be placed in the Chatzar itself. Why does the Mishnah say that the Erev is placed in the Chatzar? So Ela let's say, Erev Chatzeres Bebayas Sheba Chatzar. The Erev Chatzeres is placed in one of the houses which is in the Chatzar. Vishitufi Muvais Bechatzar Sheba Mavoy. The Shitaf is placed in one of the Chatzeres which is part of the Mavoy. And Vahai, this little mini house, Loigar, Mechatzar Sheba Mavoy, it's not any worse than a Chatzar that's part of a Mavoy. So let's just review this. The whole purpose of the Erev is just to show that we all live in the same house. You live where your food is, and the joint bread basket is all in one house. Therefore, the Erev must be placed in a house, and therefore you are not allowed to place it in this mini house. It's not considered a house. However, the point of shitov is to show that all the chatzeres are like one, and no one lives in a chatzer. Therefore, the shitov does not need to be placed in a house and can be left out in the open. This mini house is viewed as if it doesn't have a roof, and therefore it's just like the chatzer, and shitov is allowed to be placed inside this mini house. And we had said, we are not allowed to make it as a connector point in between two cities, and we don't even treat it like huts. My time, why is that? These huts that were usually used to extend the tchum of the city, they are fit for their intended purpose. They're able to be used for shade or for protection, and therefore they could be used as the extender of the city. However, this mini house is not fit for its intended purpose because it was built to be a house, but it's too small to actually be a house. Therefore, it cannot be used as the extender of the tchum of a city. And the last halach of this b'risa was, brothers and partners cannot force each other to split this house because it's too small. So now we analyze. It seems to be that the reason why they can't force each other to split it is because it's not 4x4. Four 
four. But that seems to be that if it was four by four chalken, they would be allowed to force each other to split it. But we have a Mishnah. We only could force each other to split it if we're brothers getting inheritance from our father or if we're partners splitting the chutzr, only if it's large enough that each one is going to walk away with four by four. That means it would have to be a minimum size eight by eight, not four by four, as this Brasa implies. The Gemara says, you're right. Ella Amo, let's understand the Brasa to be saying, this mini house doesn't have the same law of division the same way a chutzr does. Let's say, for example, a father died and he left over a chutzr that has four houses in it, one large one and three small ones. One brother took the large one and the other brother took three small ones. And now they want to know how to divide up the actual chutzr. They each have their houses, but how do we divide up the space of the chutzr? So there's a machlekes about that. Da'amra Avguna, he says, The chutzr itself is divided according to its entrances. And since one person took three entrances, meaning they took three houses, so he gets three quarters of the chutzr, and the other one, he got one entrance, he got one house, so he gets a quarter of the chutzr. Rav Chizdamr, he says, no, each entrance, meaning each house gets four amas in front of it, and the remainder of the chutzr gets split up equally between them. Now, their whole machlekes is, how much space does a person need to be able to go from the entrance to the chutzr to his house and back, and how much space does he need for unloading and loading packages, and just for dealing with things that need to be dealt with in front of his house, in and out of his house. That's their whole machlekes. The Hanimili bias, this whole machlekes between Rav Huna and Rav Chiz is relevant when we're dealing with a house, it's going to be staying there, it's not going to be knocked down, we're not doing anything with this house, and therefore, we're going to need to be able to have space to unload and to load and to come and to go. So therefore, Yavino Lechatzer, we're going to give him some of the chatzar to be able to use for his house. But hi, this little mini house, Delamitzerkai, is just going to be demolished anyway because it has no use. It's not considered like a house. Then when they divide it, they also do not get chatzar as part of it. They only divide the house and they don't get chatzar with it. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with discussing a sukkah, which is above 20 amas and what to do about that. But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.